Pass me that chalk. Psych. I need a whiteboard marker. Woo! Yeah, it's a lot. It's a Friday show, baby. Let's get it, get it. All right, what's on the show today? When were you laughing when you shouldn't have been laughing? Mm -hmm. Inappropriate laughs. Also, fashion statements that uh, that a few of us have had over the years. Saw one yesterday. Got it. It's like it's the new trend that kids are doing that I'd like to let everyone know about. That's on the show. Trendy, trendy since you've been playing Fortnite. Oh man. Oh, we'll talk about that soon as well. Okay. Uh, and then also, we did something with Caitlin. Well, it was like a month ago now. We'd like to let you know the update and everything that is coming with that as well. But we always start the show, guys, with an absolute boy. boy. And those honors today, they go to Matoma. Gentlemen, thank you so much for this honor. Uh, uh, something I do not take lightly. Uh, I'm going to take us back to a time where I believe I was working on a radio station that played out pop music. And this song played out on a TV show recently. And I was like, oh, wow. Haven't heard this in years. Not sure if you feel it. It's a banger in my mind. It's a build. Hey. I'm going to change the narrative in my mind. You have that control. This is a banger. Can you go, let's get it, get it Friday when the beat drops? Let's get it, get it. It's a cool, cool world to feast on your own. A heavy cross to nah, carry nah, open. The lights are I'm moving much on Mark. Thank you, Jordan. That makes two of us. Brooke, still holding out. It's a funny way to make ends meet. The artist's name is Gossip. Heavy Cross is the name of the song. Wait for a brook. Catch the vibe right here. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell is this, Mark? This... I don't know, actually. I, I don't know why, but it seemed to resonate with me when I saw it on the TV show. I was like, oh, wow, that's right. Oh, this yeah. song is... Brooks, it doesn't matter. Everything resonates with the shifters when it's Matua Mark. He can do no wrong. Ooh, hey, <laughs> Honestly, call him Matua Rach, because he just big rocks everyone. <laughs> you do have everyone in the palm of your hand, You do. Sir. You really you do. do. Enjoy, Fano. Have a wonderful Friday. Let's get it, get it, baby. Sound like we finished. We just getting started. Oh, Mark, hell Hey, can I make a quick apology? Yes, you can. Hey, Mark, can you help me out with this one too? Go for it. <laughs> Speaking of Fortnite, Mark and I, we were playing a little bit of Fortnite last night, and then obviously uh, State of Origin started, and Mark sent me like this uh, this link 
to people who were reviewing the game. They were like, how, how would you explain that, Mark? It was on Twitch and you... Uh, yeah, so it's a, a um, they live stream basically Origin, so they do it illegally. But um, I, <laughs> but they're, oh. they're awesome. The sideline boys are uh, unbelievable. Sideline boys, yep, and they make it sound like you're there with a group of mates. And there's a whole group of them, and they'll they'll have it there. And a whole lot of the streams got cut down um, when they're watching Origin, and everyone ended up on their stream. So it was like this enrichment of all these people and. I um, they noticed my name in there. I, I go into oh, Mark wow. Paired Sports and they're like, Matua Mark! Because someone had said something about Aaron Smith had retired. And I was like, no, he hasn't retired. He's just played his last game for the Highlanders. And I, I was being real factual. Oh. And you have to understand, this is like a real kind of community of people yeah, who are yeah, like yeah. swearing and it's all this. And here's me coming in real geekly. Oh, no. um, excuse me, I think you'll find he's played his last game for the Highlanders. So <laughs> as of now, he'll be playing for Toyota next year. Um, and they're like, oh, Matua Mark! And they're like, oh... Um, you have to make sure you give Brooke and Jordan heaps uh, on or- about oh, Origin and da-da-da. Massive shifters family. And I said, oh, Brooke's here right now watching as well. And so they went nuts. I'm like, oh, my God, Brooke's watching too. <laughs> and they're all about it. But actually, Brooke. So I didn't obviously – I wasn't watching it. And he threw me just this little bit of a hospital pass. And now I would like to say to the brothers that are doing this project, I wasn't there right now. We appreciate the sport. We appreciate the love. And we are. We are going to sport. So yeah. what, what was the name one more time? Uh, the sideline. Sideline Woods, and they are... I wasn't being a D-I-C-K. Yeah, they look cool. I wasn't there. They're a lot of fun. I've seen their videos on on socials. And they support us, so we support them. Still playing playing Fortnite, you two, eh? Hanging out. Oh, shout out to Aubrey. Yeah, push, push. I feel like there's some kind of subconscious subconscious, um, healing going on between you two, you know? Run us through that. Yeah, talk us through it. By all means, we're all ears. You know, I don't know, Matomak could feel like a father figure for you, bro. Oh. <laughs> what was our text last night? What did you text me? <laughs> Man, dude, we texted me like, hey, it's about that time for our sunny boy. You want to play? <laughs> we didn't text each other. Nah, nah, I'm kidding, man. I'm kidding. I love it. That's cool, man. Hey, let's get into Daily Bread. Breaking bread with, with the news of today. today. Still looking for a bread sponsor. Cover my six. Guys, this this submarine, eh? It's, it's getting a little, dare I say it, fishy? Nah. Um, you with us now? It's just—it's so funny when one of these things, when something like this hits the news, the way that you know blog sites report about it. Like Cardi B had a go the other, um, yes, the other day, and she was like, because it, it came out that this billionaire's son was just at a Blink One Eighty Two concert the other day, and they're going, "Hey, shouldn't you be at home, um, grieving for your father?" And Cardi B was like, "I'd rather be broke and loved." <laughs> She was like, I don't want to be rich and he's at a concert not crying for me. <laughs> and I was like, man, we got like, this is messy. This whole thing's messy. Like, these are actually people that most likely have lost their lives. Yeah. Um, it's done. I feel and bad too because when you said the story, I'd done no research into it. And I was like, oh, here we go. I reckon there's going to be yeah, Where does your mind instantly go? It means, you know, and, and I feel bad about it now because now I've seen it on the news. I'm like, oh, my goodness. There's actually people who have most probably lost their lives in all of this. Oh, definitely. And what's weird about it is that in the UK, Channel 5 uh, today um, have somehow released a documentary on the missing Titanic submarine. Already? Already, bro. I'm like, is this... I mean, even if they started it when they heard about it missing, it's just like, is that a little bit opportunistic? Like... It's a little it's bit like, too soon. Like, yeah, around. like, dude, it's been a week. Like, not even that, and you've got a you're airing a, a documentary. I think it's a, this whole thing's weird. Well, it, put it this way: at this stage, 
it's been confirmed that they would have most likely have run out of oxygen now. Yeah. Because they haven't found the vessel. It hasn't. Uh, unless... You understand tanks like how, how that works with the time countdown? Yeah. So it, it, once they reach that time limit, it doesn't matter if they find it. It can't submerge back to, sorry, re-emerge back to water because the pressure is built up too much. Is that Yeah. Clear? Well, there's, there's a whole lot of um, factors that, that go into it. But I know that the lack of oxygen in that would have been the thing that most probably will be the thing that makes people lose their lives in, in the in the um, in the interim. Anyway, they haven't even found it. They don't know if it has come up and is floating somewhere. They did say also that the only way to get into the vessel was from the outside. So you could be up on the surface without oxygen, right. not being able to breathe and not being able to get out. So and I saw someone did like a, a video on socials where they had interviewed and they had fired someone who they had hired to come in and say, hey, this is just not safe. It's a bit of a yeah, shoddy it's setup. Bad. It's bad. Yeah. It's bad. Anyways, anyway, our thoughts to the families. It's my first daily bread. All right, I got a little bit of daily bread today as well. I'm a big napper. You guys like a nap? Yeah, I love a nap. Man, I mm. love me a good nap. If you're out there as well and you love yourself a good nap, listen to this, guys, and listen closely. Study reveals regular daytime naps may boost brain health and delay aging by seven years. I agree with that. Cristiano Ronaldo has five naps a day. What? Yeah, that's his thing. Five Do you know naps how a day. good of an athlete and well-trained oh. and mentally strong you have to be to have five naps in a day? But he makes a lot of money. He's the goat. Oh, we, we, didn't, we didn't say that. No, no, no. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I would love to easy? have five naps Excuse a day. Excuse me. Poor people be having naps too, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but I'd have five naps a day if I didn't have to worry about where my net paycheck would come from. You reckon you could pull that off? Uh, but would you, have five naps, would you have five naps a day if you had, were the goat? You know, Would you still? That's, well, that's why point. he's not no, the goat. Know. Because he's sleeping too no, much. He's my goat. I know Missy's y'all goat, but whatever. <laughs> I also, one real quick one, scientists yes. reckon that lads with bigger noses may have bigger... Oh, that's me, my boy. Me and me, Mato Mark. So salute to you, Mato Mark. You're doing well in life, my boy. My last mm. uh, daily bread is Andre 3000. Now, Killer Mike, who's just released an album, which, by the way, can everyone please go and listen to Killer Mike's new album, particularly the intro track, Run, featuring Young Thug. He ha- also has a track that features Andre 3000 and Future. Um, and so I guess he's talking about it now because Andre 3000 was on his album, but he basically said, guys, Andre 3000 does have an album on the way. This is his verse of the Killer Mike song on the album, and it's so refreshing to hear Three Stack again. I would pray that you connect me to a sip. A sangria, zambia, camera, cameo, hand me a handful of hips. A stamina, step heat of happily happenings, dabbling into a blip. Beyond, beyond, beyond the ambience, be honest, you promise that you will live. Do some as ever forget. Put your muscle like a kid. Cucumber will make a trip. Do jump on it, hit a split. Hookers don't really do shit. Do get lantern in it, bitch. Rebelling is like an itch. Oh. I'ma live, I'ma live for it. Oh, man. So refreshing to hear someone like Three Stacks because he's got something to say. And you know what? You need to watch out for rappers that have found enlightenment. Because if they want to rap again, that means they're going to have some bars. That is one of the best songs that I've heard in a very long time. Jordan showed me over the weekend and Kill Em Like at the end. But Future holds his own too. I oh. think Future's amazing in this song. I kind of want a Future song with just that kind of hook. Yeah. On, on his own name. But yeah, that is your daily bread. Breaking bread with, with the news of today. today. Still looking for a bread sponsor. Really? Let's get it, get it Fridays. <laughs> oh, yes. Sorry, man. Are you, are you cutting in front of my signature? You do it, Matoma. Guys, we started a brand new <laughs> sparkly feature on Monday. It was called Cinderella or Fella. We were looking for somebody. We were going to search out somebody. We threw out some categories, which were... A 36-year-old man. 
who works as a mechanic. Looking for his daughter. And it seems like we're the only ones in this fairy tale. Mm. You know what that was meant with, Matsuo Mark? It was meant with un- ungratefulness from the shifters. Well, that's how I felt. Oh, sorry we're trying to give you more sparkling new segments to help you escape your lives. Now, a lot of people in mainstream media would probably <laughs> screw up this promo and go, hmm, never again. Never again. Yeah, I love this. They didn't like it. They didn't like it. It didn't resonate. Alas, not us. Sucker! It's new media. Gotta stay in the fights. Prince Charming. <laughs> Jafar and Aladdin. Aladdin. We're coming back. <laughs> Cinderella or Fella, we're going to set some new slippers out there on Monday. And maybe they just didn't get it. Uh, I don't, maybe they didn't get it. So well, no, let's, run, let's run down the concept one more time. I, I think maybe, maybe there's no such thing as a 36-year-old male mechanic who is looking for his daughter. I'm with you, Mark Dunnes. Yeah, but I didn't, I didn't even see the shifters commenting about it, you know, trying to find, you know. All right. Usually, usually when you... You know, you're trying to find some people get on the search party. You I know? hear you. They get, they get behind the co-papa. I hear you. So let me just quickly lay out what we're going to do again on Monday. It's called Cinderella or Fella. We will have a different set of categories that we are looking for. We have a price if we can talk to that person. All you have to do, if it's not you, is think, hey, hang on a minute. Mm. That's Barry. He's a mechanic, 36 years old, and he's looking for his daughter. Mm. Let him know. See what we're doing here? Pay it forward. Oh, we're going to keep on going until we find our Cinderella or fella. And one day, man, when that stuff fits, <laughs> it's going to be awesome. This is The Morning Shift. Okay, shifters. We've all let out a laugh, a little giggle, a little giggle when we shouldn't have. I did it yesterday when Brooke uh, mentioned that his dad was a rubbishman. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not, it's not about the rubbish. Oh, it was just that. I didn't know that. And I was talking about something else. And then Brooke goes, oh, my dad was a was, was a garbage man. And I was like, well, why would you bring that up now? Like, you know, I was, you know, but it was inappropriate. I apologize. I appreciate that, my brother. I'm not laughing at the occupation. It was more just the moment. All the chances that you were telling that story. And I was like, there's no way. I used to struggle every mass at um, at this high school I went to because we used to have Father Joe Stack would stand in front and as he held the bread up, he would start singing. And it was just the anticipation and the build and you'd be sitting there with your mates and someone would slap your leg and go, don't. And you're like, yeah. oh. And it would hurt. It would hurt to hold it in. But you know your inappropriate laughter, laughter is the wrong thing to be doing and you try so hard to mask it. It's so fu- it's so funny, eh? like you'll be in a room with your mate and you can f- literally, like a heat wave, you can feel, sometimes you know they're not looking at you, You've, they've just turned their body towards you, but you know, and you just know not to look at them. But I love it. Brooke laughs all the time inappropriately. I want to get better. I don't, I don't, what, there's one, laughing at no, 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 there's one that I can think of that I can't say right now, but Nixon and I, we watched this video. That, yeah, Nikora, you know, Nikora already knows the video that we shouldn't be watching. Oh, I know the video too. Nixon is a very dark character. <laughs> We're actually going to get him on the show very soon, next couple of weeks. Let's get him on next week. Let's book mm. it in. Nixon's on the show. Let's get him time. to do a react of the video that he should. <laughs> but anyway, inappropriate laughing. We went to the shifters. We've, we've asked you for your scenarios. You've been ever so kind to tell us what they are. So let's have a listen. Hey, boys. Um, you know, I don't think men's health is uh, anything to laugh about, but... And saying that, this is about laughing at inappropriate times, you know what I mean? 
And as serious as it is, you know, one of the great things in life we have is laughter, you know. So I'll just share this. I went to a um, men's mental health and well-being uh, seminar. It was pretty good. <laughs> we were going around in a circle uh, at the start sharing. And uh, as I was going around, I realised I'm pretty lucky. These guys have it bad, a lot of these guys. But um, just before it got to me, the bro beside me, his voice just cracked. And with his voice cracking, it was like a... <laughs> My resolve almost cracked, and I was biting the inside of my cheek, so I um, stood up, I had watery eyes, I went to the um, bathroom pretending I really needed to go. When I was in there, man, I was just laughing like a maniac. I had to recompose myself and go back in um, nice and calmly and sit back down, but holy, could have been bad. Oh. Yeah, it could have been bad, my boy. But I feel like I like that person. Like, he would be cool. You can come hang with us. I'm, I feel like I'm... that person is in all of us. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you just... <laughs> a little bit. There's a, there's, there's, a, there's a little boy wanting to scream at a waterfall in all of us, you know? Just... Okay, let's go next one. When my dad's false teeth came out when he was yelling at me. <laughs> oh, no. There's no recovery, eh? Surely he must see the funny side in there. You have to, right? That child would have got a hiding too. Like, yeah. There's no, but like, it's, come on, like that's no one's fault. <laughs> if you're just joining us, guys, because you rudely skipped through, and listen to the start of our podcast, uh, we're talking inappropriate laughing moments. I'm a builder, and we've got this um, this Milwaukee tool rep who comes onto site, and the um, the bro has a couple of uh, speaking issues, but he um. All respect to the bro, but he, um, <laughs> my workmate was just telling me about how he says instead of saying catalog, he says cattle dog. And he, um, he was just telling me, and then the guy came to the site, and the first thing he said was, Oh, have you seen the new cattle dog? And me and the bro just looked at each other and just like instant crying, laughing. <laughs> And I had to walk around the other side of his ute and I was like hiding, pretending I was looking at all these tools he was giving. And then he pokes his head through, he's like, are you right, run there, mate? And I just couldn't even talk, I had to pretend I got a phone call. Wow, it was actually crack up. Cheer, butters. Cheer, Cheer my brother. Why is just speech, like little mistakes in speech just so funny to us, eh? But just the best at the same uh, time. It's just like... That person who said their cousin can't say three, so they go, tree. <laughs> belly laughs are the best thing in the world, eh? If you have a belly laugh that can continue to go and it's silent and you guys don't even know what you're laughing about after like three or four minutes, that has to be the best feeling in the world, man. Definitely. I'm a teacher and this kid farted during his speech. I laughed out loud and the kid turned around and said, F you. <laughs> to that kid we that's we a pass we don't condone kids ever swearing at your teacher but man I hope that teacher didn't ground them but when you get that's it right unfair. we applaud you that was good that <laughs> was good if you <laughs> we got another one if you miss last time I inappropriately laughed was probably um, when I was coming back from Northland and we went to this marae and uh, lady that was doing the karanga I don't know, I think she swallowed a fly, eh? But she was like, I am started choking. <laughs> I couldn't hold on my laughter and I just laughed, flipped, 
I got the meanest hiding from my koro, like with a stick. And then I wasn't allowed to sit at the table. I had to go sit with the kids. <laughs> Thanks, my note. Hey, that reminds me quickly of a, when we did our awkward tangi moments chat. Um, this person messaged us saying that in 20 years of hearing her mum do the karanga on the marae, she's never heard her mum laugh or crack or do anything like bad. And uh, she said it was her turn to do the karanga. And she looked up, she was like, oh, sweet. She thought she saw someone's a karanga back on the marae. That's what happened. But she must have got it wrong and they were just visitors, like they were Pakia that were coming on to visit. She said her mum starts going, she hears in English, someone respond, Visiting the deceased. <laughs> Visiting the deceased. <laughs> but she said her mum started cracking up. <laughs> what are you doing? Honestly. Ah, oh, salute to that energy, though. That yeah. lady coming back the with co- the confidence. Hey, those are my type of parkiers, bro. Yeah, yeah. Visiting the deceased. <laughs> Slot four. We come in peace. <laughs> First time on the marine. <laughs> anyway, keep laughing inappropriately, guys. It makes the world oh, go around. Oh, that's funny. This is The Morning Shift. Ah, kia Tiwi. I just wanted to um, have a quick chat. Re- it's a bit serious. Oh. It's a bit of a serious chat. Um, yeah. And it, it come off the back of our true news for yous that oh, we yes. did on Wednesday. Um, basically, what we were talking about was the new ranking system to prioritise patients on the basis of their ethnicity, geographical locations, alongside with a whole lot of other things, to try and reduce the inequity in the system. Uh, and after we'd done the story, we kind of went around the room and... I know this can be a bit boring and a bit heavy for a lot of people, but I want to do this because it was one of my passions at our old job. Mm. What I asked for us to be able to do... Where we used to work. Where we used to work, yeah. And what I wanted us to achieve was, sure, we've got a good audience here, but can we make sure that we're talking about the stuff that actually matters to this audience uh, that gets absolutely bombarded on other radio stations and there's no... And our people don't get to hear it or don't talk about it. So I'm encouraged that when we did that story... We did hear a bit of feedback on uh, the Shifters page, including this message, which I wanted to read out to you both. So great to hear about the health reform on the show, boys. Love that you don't shy away from these topics. I've been working in a hospital for a few years now, and I can't wait for the change in how we pick people uh, on the surgeries. Mm. Although um, I do have some alliances with Māori, I I won't be buying into the race baiting some political parties are dabbling in because I know firsthand that Māori and Pacifica are being failed by our current surgical wait list. Um, The the message goes on, which I really did like, but there was another message that came in underneath it, so comments started to flow in. uh, And this one says, I don't know, eh? I guess anyone has their own perspective, but I absolutely refuse to let my ethnicity be the reason I would be picked over someone else who needs the exact same treatment. I can understand for uh, I can understand for the people staying in small country towns uh, who have limited access, but saying that our Māori and Polys in the main cities have less access and more and with more and less uh, sorry less opportunity uh, is a bit of a joke. And 
yeah, I kind of, I, I love this. I love that this conversation is happening on our page. I love it that it's happening amongst us because it needs to happen. And we need to be aware, and I think we are becoming more and more aware, just how politicians like to grab a small part of the story and throw it out there to make everybody else feel, oh, there, this is outrageous. This is outlandish. Yeah, I after that true news, I called my mate. Because I wanted to get someone on the show. My mate, he works um, at a very high level on the district health board, like for hospitals and stuff. If I've got that name wrong, my bad. And I rang him and he said, you know, it's funny, I listened to the podcast, bro. And he said, um, I said, well, can you come on? Can you talk about it? And he said, you know, it's like sad and frustrating for me as he's like, this is a very complex, nuanced, deep conversation in our space. Mm. So when a politician or when politicians come on and they take the headline and they run a narrative that um, they know people are going to take on board and then people go on social media, start sharing their opinions, um, which you can't blame them for. He said, it makes me feel like this is why, this is why we don't want to talk about this stuff because no one actually really wants to have the real conversation. Mm. And this is even what I'm experiencing. He told me some things that I won't reshare, but like there's like stuff going on in his space between each other and, and the different health sectors where they can't see eye to eye. Mm. But he's basically saying um, it's not the headlines and we shouldn't be letting politicians come in and, and, and control narrative about something that's actually a very a much deeper conversation. And so I said, well, we come on. And then, you know, we talked about the frustration between that. I'm like, well, here, we got we got a platform here, bro. Like, why don't you come on? And he's like, why should I be the guy? You know, like, mm. I'm just trying to go to work and get, I, I, like, I'm around death every day, you know? He's like, I'm in it. Like, I see it. Like, to you, he's not saying it to me. He's not. It wasn't like he was saying, to you guys, it's just like something to talk about. But I felt that kind of mummy in his heart, like, mm. This ain't a game, like this ain't like a this ain't like a clippable moment for everyone. Like this is like I sit with families. Yeah. You know? And um I'm not getting emotional. Uh I just I was reminded, I was reminded again, eh, like that, you know, in this political climate and this very clippable kind of you know, era that we're in, we forget that. These are the people, these are the lives, these are what they're committing to. And it's just, it's so much bigger, you know. But I love Matsu Mike that you bring it to our show because this is what we can do. And where we used to work, we weren't able to do this. We weren't able to talk about this. And effectively, we're not really giving you anything, um, any answers here. No. Hey, Matsu Mike. But we're, I guess we're just trying to get to better questions or, or paint a better picture. But get we, to a better understanding for me. Like, yeah. I would love to know. Like, I don't want to go on my Instagram and. And be told by a, a, an influencer what I should be thinking. Mm. I want to know the facts. I want to know the energy. I want to know all that kind of stuff, and then come up with my own yeah. kind of feeling on it. And ah oh man. And even I, if it's even for me, what that did was too because I can get a little bit reposty, like we all can. Yeah. And can I just say that is uh, us getting reposty and feeling like we have more opinions. Like we give, our, we need to give ourselves a little bit of grace. This is part of the. F- the freaking algorithmic system mm. of us being programmed to do this stuff. But I think when we talk about it on the show in this type of way, it just makes us go, oh, I remember when the boys were talking about, like, you know, maybe we should have a little think, a deeper think about this issue and, and you know, and, and look a bit deeper. But 
Yeah, from what I've read um, from people that are actually, you know, in this field, they are for it. Yeah. So we have to listen to them, I guess, right? Totally. And I understand both sides of the argument because I know that, you know, um, I, I could, yeah. For me, I grew up in a Pākehā family, mm. right? So anytime we were sick, we were taken instantly to a doctor. So straight away, I trusted a doctor. I had them from a very young age, and I was always it, it that's your experience. That's right? my experience. Yeah. So I trust doctors. Mm. I can't have my own experiences and impu- and put them on someone else. Yes. If doctors are a foreign thing, and you don't go with the first time you get a sore throat because a you can't afford to, b it's not somewhere where you've always gone. There's generations of not you know going to the doctor until you're until you're really sick. That shouldn't count against people later on in life because that's always been the way they've experienced doctors. Mm. You've nailed that, though. And you guys did the whole way through. That's the only thing I could think is a lot of these people haven't walked in our shoes. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you nailed it. I feel right. like these conversations, though, on our page, we're starting the idea of let's take our shoes off, yeah. let's sit in the room and hear everyone's side, and then make our decisions. New media, man. <laughs> we wouldn't have got here if you didn't say it. So yeah, yeah, this, this show eh, just goes zero to hundred. But yeah, the, like this is a moving conversation. We I, and I'm glad, Matsu Mark, you wanted to revisit it, and I'm glad that you know on our shifters page that we're talking about it. And I actually looked at that, and there was a bit of disagreement, but it was pretty respectful. Great. And was I was beautiful. like, I was like, yes, this man, is come on. Yeah. So we'll continue to have these chats, but kill Matsu Mark. This is the morning shift. Oh, this show, man, we'll give you everything. Well, we have the highs. Mark, that was great that you bought that one back. Let's go back to the the silly stuff. Too sexy for my love. Too sexy for my love. Let's switch gear. Hey, you've been a bit quiet about this, bringing this to the show today. What what are you got scheming over there, Marba? I just want to tell a story. We're all dads. Mark, maybe you're already there. Things that we have to look out for. But are we all zaddies? Shut up. Just shut up. Shut up. I went and got a haircut yesterday, and there was this this kid. And if you've seen on my socials, I just posted it up. He was the man. Like he was uh, probably sixteen, and he had the the barber shop in the palm of his hands. He was telling jokes. He was talking about sports. He was the man. It was his time to get a haircut though, and he he went down the bottom and he showed the barber what he wanted, and the haircut was so different that the barber had to walk around and go, "Hey, is this all good? Like, can I cut his hair like this?" And the, the boy's like, yeah, go for it. The haircut is called the boozy. Now, if you're listening and you're at school, it's a brand new trend. But basically, the boozy is like a a, a 0.5 all over. And then you, you box up your hair about halfway down your head. I'm telling you, dads, if your son start doing this, it's going to go from bougie to boot up the ass. Cause it, it, <laughs> it, it's basically you take the hairline back to half your head, eh? Yeah, and and this is the thing. Like He was telling me, he's like, man, the girls love this These one. Little Uzi, this little like Uzi it. generation of kids, man, they're getting me, man. But the one thing that I, I was gutted about was when he walked out, I was like, what are you trying to say? Like, that's a statement. You have a haircut like that, and you're like, you know what? That is an absolute. I'm trying to do something with this and let people know. I didn't have a chance to, to ask him. I got you two, though. Yeah. I did a little bit of digging. I looked at some of our past photos. Matua, Mark, I'd like to start with you. Mm-hmm. Be careful. Just, I'm just letting you know. Be careful, Mark. Hey, we'll, we'll, we'll get to you in a second. Matua, Mark, I would like to start with you. Uh... Nikola, if you would. And guys, I hope this pops up on socials, but we'll, we'll walk through this. Nikola, could you show Matua Mark the photo 
that I sent you. Oh, I was going to start with that one. Yes. Matua Maka, I was going to start with that one. Jordan, I'll just, I'll, I'll briefly show you mm. the one I was going to start with. Can you explain what's going on here with Matua Maka? Dang. Damn, Matua. A lot of meat. Huh? Mm. Have you wrapped up Aquaman? <laughs> that's what it's looking like. <laughs> ah, 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 long hair. That, nah, that's chest. saucy. Oi. Oi, yeah. Very saucy. Are you not hairy? I'm very hairy. Yeah, it's, it's, oh, it's from a while ago. Shaving back then, mm-hmm. eh? Little. Yeah. Like, How old were you then? Uh, ooh, probably in my 20s, maybe 24. You're like the Gisborne yeah. Peter Andre. You look good. That's the one no, I was going to go You do with. look good, though. I'd left, I'd left Gizzy by then. I was in Wellington. I was in your territory. Oh, that's New Hot Guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is New Hot Guy. Mm. Matua, well, Mark, this is the one that I'd actually like to go with. Oh yes! Oh, run us through this, Jordan. Mm-mm. Can I just can I just show you the photo of oh. a young Mark or Mark? And can you? What's more, Brooke than Brooke bringing something to a podcast that's only visual? Yeah. Ah, uh, this is, this will chuck up on socials. Look at your attitude. The two of you, man. Buy in. So this is um. <laughs> How old are we looking, Mark? That's probably everyone right now. Oh, cool. Um, I can see what. That's you're a twenty-five-year-old me with dreadlocks. Uh, and. The same. So Wellington went through this massive phase, and I think Corey Jane kind of kicked it off. There was like white dude dreads. And Is I'm that the Corey pale, Jane? Yeah. So I went to the same guy. I think they were oh. called Jam. Jam dreads oh, yeah, or something. They made the, the, yeah. yeah. And they and they had uh, the dreadlocks themselves were very very tight cool ones. But because I didn't have a lot of hair, like I don't have, I've never grown lots of hair on my head. So they were like real thin and, and beady and basically looked terrible. Were you but playing American Gridiron at the same time? American football, yes. Uh, that's that that in the headband. That, that Bob Sanders. Is nasty, bro. It is terrible. You know what? Were never... you friends with Corey Jane too? No, I wasn't. Went to his wedding. <laughs> you did. You, yeah. you did. That inspired this. Oh, that's mm, no. I, I love Corey Jane as a winger. Oh, Corey He's Jane's one of the greatest. Yeah, but um, yeah, that was me. But I'm not embarrassed by any of my stages. I. I couldn't really care. I never have cared too much oh, about okay, what other people you're think. You're about to nail it, Mark. I thought you were about to do that. Jordan, your heart. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God. It's no, like hey, you only existed in 2017. Like, that's the first <laughs> time we all got to meet Jordan. Uh, there's no photos of you on the internet. You don't have a social media before that. You don't have anything from, like, an early Facebook. There's nothing. So I, I, I searched high, and I did search low, and I finally got one. I got one photo of Jordan... Could you just, Neeks, could you show Matua, Mark? Oh, look at you. Little baby Jordan. Is that a sequence top? Jordan, my boy. Oh. Can you run me through? Sweet dreams are made of these. Who am I to disagree? Gorgeous. <laughs> Let's go home, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we got the sequence with the jazz hands. What is this? What is this, Jordan? Who is this, Jordan, that none of us have ever seen before? You got the mohawk with, man, a, a whole lot of Dax wax in there. Oh, Dax wax. The black socks with the three-quarter black pants and some, how did some you, tap dancing shoes. How did you get that? Are they jazz shoes or tap dancing? What are they? A oh, genuine question. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, this is... This, this is an exercise, and don't ever tell me you can't change your stars, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. your shoes. Do you know what? Do you, do you know what I see when I see that photo? I can hear Daniel Biddingfield got to get through this because that was <laughs> that was the dance that I learned. Can you do the dance? Do the dance. Do the dance. Do the dance. Shush. <laughs> Come on. Can you, Jordan? Can you flick your fridge? Play the game. <laughs> Play the game, Jordan. What is it, Daniel Bedingfield? Oh, sorry, guys. Gonna get through this. Gonna get through this. 
I'm going to get. Oh, and you I wonder if the stop. muscle memory's still there. This is such muscle mark. This guy's just come on our show today and just fully attacked us. <laughs> like, full, like, fully attacked us, come on. bro. With no warning, no, like, offer up for a rebuttal. Yeah. Do you know what the great thing about this, though? It's proving he's doing prep. It's going to be great socials. I love you guys. I love the both of you. And I can't wait for everybody to see those photos. This is The Morning Shift. Guys, I know we've talked about Origin and uh, we shouldn't continue to talk about Origin, but I've got to be honest, some of the sadness is still sinking in for people and the disappointment and the anger. Let me tell you, as a New South Wales fan, very quickly... That game on Wednesday night and this series hurt way more than the eight years. Way more. That was embarrassing. We never had a dog on shot those eight years. There anyway, was a, a bitter pill to swallow the other night. Let me tell you what hurt more is seeing one of the humans that I grew up looking up to, my older cousin, giving up on yourself. Damn, who knew all the planes we flew, good things we he put up a story saying, <laughs> I'm so are dead you, you picked you? this song. It's the song. He put up a story saying uh, he's done. And I said, cuz, jog it off. You know we're going to be back in another year. He sent me back the most heart-wrenching <clears throat> message. He said, 31 years, cuz. 1992. I followed the Blues because I was a Laurie Daly, Ricky Stewart and Bradley Clyde fan. And I used to get into it with Samoans back in Otara Town Centre because they hated Tongans. And at the time, so I hated the, the colour red because it was TCG. I watched the 92 game where Langer broke his nose and then got the winning drop goal in a 5-4 game to win. I watched the Queensland comeback in 94. The 95 no-names Queensland team in the start of the eight-year run and my man Paul Gallen led a losing side year after year. I've been the only blues guy in many bars over, the t- over that time. I've been shouted free drinks by randoms out of sympathy for my blue shirt. Blues were looking the goods with this pen with spine, but they just don't have the same heart and cohesion as the Maroons. Maroons always pick new relatively unknown players who rock up and perform. The Blues, on the other hand, look great on paper, and then fall short. That's not just now, but historically too. 31 years of visual data in brackets. <laughs> he said, I'm done with those guys. He really wrote that out. That's a big, big message. To Fittler and the boys, I just want to let you know, look, life's bigger than sport. I get that. But for you to make my cousin break <laughs> Man, F-U's, man. <laughs> How did he make my cousin feel like that? The most ten toes down, never fold guy. and Battle scarred with He's it. folding now. So, cousin Hone, I know you're listening. This is an invitation to retract those words. But if not, cuz, I'll always be here for you, waiting. In a bar. With a blues jersey.
Not the fighting, not the fighting, not the fighting, fighting bloods and all that of towns into '92. That's a real story, though. That's a real, hey man, man. I actually, yeah, I feel a little bad because I have, I've really dined in on this, and I just didn't want a dead rubber, guys. I'm not angry. I'm just a little disappointed we we won't be going into a game three. Shut up. I know, you know, and I feel like anything I say now is 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 derogatory and it's showboaty. And I was reminded of this with one of you guys messaging in. My old man always taught me that if you lose, you lose with dignity and you lose with respect. And when you win, you win with dignity and you win mm. with respect, you know, because the losers don't ever want to see you going hard out in their faces. But <laughs> I haven't seen any losers in our face, G, because we've been losing. Blues all day. But my tour mark... Go on, suck a fat one, dude. <laughs> Go on, suck a fat one. Yeah. Yes. Straight up. Yes. Straight up. Straight I'll up. Give a shift. <laughs> yes, yes. What's up? Well, well played, man. Well played. Suck a fat one, Matua Mark. I don't give a shift. I'm heading out into this weekend to go find me a fat one to suck. <laughs> make oh. sure. Make sure. <laughs> I don't hey. even want to see game three. Oh, no, we got to support. But uh, saying all that, we've wrapped up that origin, haven't we? For the, for the year, to be That's honest. We don't need to revisit it game three. Do we have any other news to uh, close the show? Oh, yeah. Can I, can I send a gentle reminder? Friday, we did something with Caitlin, Jordan's sister. It was probably like a month ago now. But we haven't tucked up uh, the, the clip on YouTube. So we have chucked it up on YouTube. If you would like to go and watch it, we'll have that clip up there for you as well. And uh, Caitlin, one more time, congratulations. So first debut game against the Australia. Was that uh, next, next Thursday? Next Thursday night. Hey. Next Thursday night. All right, well, it's on our YouTube. It's on our YouTube now. Have a great weekend, guys. Yes. We love you. Check on your people. That's Please it. look after each other. Red sponsor. Never say so. This is The Shift. The Shift. Morning shift. I'm gonna make an awfully game with you. The shift. I love you. Oh, oh. This is the shift. Got <laughs> Okay.